Yo, 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 yo! Welcome to the Good Facts Podcast Series powered by DGF Agency and hosted by me, myself and I, Duarte Figueira, also known as Duda. The Good Facts is all about the facts that I really care for, straight from me to you. Everything that I care about, music, media, food, sports, games, and whatever else comes out of my mind during the time that I'm thinking about these episodes. But yeah, uh, this is part two of episode four. Uh, I was talking about the first experience, the first time that you listened to a, a specific song, a specific recording. I'm going to keep going on that subject. I'm going to talk about some crazy experience that I had during two live performances. So yeah, just hop in. Hope you enjoyed part one. If you haven't heard part one yet, go check it. Go listen to it. Uh, and yeah, here's part two of episode four. Some people ask me what type of emotions uh, did actually came out of myself when I heard those songs or had those experiences. And I can say the first thing is chills, like the actual like chill in your body, like the seeing your all your like small hair coming up and like you get like this state of energy and excitement inside of you and happiness and you feel the energy going through your body and it affects you different areas of your body it's a mix of joy and motivation and excitement and and drive it's it's crazy i i cannot really like it's really hard to explain these moments that I'm talking about, these moments of such pure connection with what that person is trying to share with you. Um, it's, it's crazy. It, it can go deeper, much deeper than actual conversations with certain people that you might have. Even though you might get emotional when you're talking with, with, about certain things with a friend or with family, um, there is so much represented in a song and in a way of that an artist say certain words that they might resonate in your mind with a subject that is going on with you in a way that no words from a friend of yours would. It's a fact. And I experience that every day when I take the time to listen to a track and I feel it resonating with myself because of a certain thing in my Uh, in my emotional life, in my relationships with girls or in my relationship with my family, with my friends or with my personal or professional goals, everything, everything. And, and it's crazy how these type of emotions reflect in yourself just because of the sound recording that was done at that day, at that time with that people. Remember that. And, and where do I listen to music? That's a really important question, taking into consideration what I was talking about when it comes to the actual conditions in where in you, you perceive someone's uh, perspective of the world, in this case, shared through, the, through a sound recording. I normally listen to, listen to music uh, in my earbuds, on my earbuds, uh, but I, I, when I used to drive back in Portugal, I used to listen to a lot of music in the car while driving. Um, or as also as a tester, I would go in the car with, with the artists or the producers or whoever, whoever is showing me something and we'll go in my car and check the sound and check how is it sounding. Also on like while I'm riding on public transportations with my earbuds, while I'm at the house, mainly when I'm cooking, because if I'm at the house listening to music, 
I will not be focused on anything else. It's really hard. It's hard for me to play FIFA while listening to music. Uh, it's hard for me to do anything else while listening to music, like read, study. It's really hard. I'm just being honest. Like, because if I want to listen to a specific al album, I have to stop everything else. Otherwise, I'm just hearing that, that album, not listening to it. And as I said, for me, it's really important, precious, the time that I take to listen to a to listen to someone sharing their perspective toward to the world, off the world. Um, in I do it a lot while I'm walking. Uh, all, all, only when I know where I'm going. Otherwise, I will not listen. If I know where I'm going, I will definitely be listening to music. If if I don't, like I mean, like reaching out a new area or, area or something, I might be more aware of like where I'm at and trying to like get uh, pictures, like mental pictures of where I'm at, where I'm at, than actually listening to a song. While working out, of course, because sometimes no no audio, no workout, as some might say. Like if you don't have your earbuds, there's no running, no anything. Um, and I like it. Of course, it motivates you a lot while working out. Um, studying. There's specific playlists on Spotify and Apple Music just for studying. I recommend everybody to dig into that. Uh, it's normally like really simple music with just like one or two instruments, no lyrics. That's really important for me. And simple, chill out, classic music. Um, no crazy drops or like crazy compositions that go up and down. Just some sound to cover up the noises around yourself. Packing also helps a lot. Uh, showering. While I'm taking a shower, it's important to, when you wake up, just to bless up your day. And of course, for, for me, but for some not might not be, but for me, one of the most important places where I listen to music, it's actual nightclubs. Um, when I go out, it's, 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 uh, it's a distraction. I, when I go out, go out, I, I'm actually looking to listen to what the DJ is playing and see if he doesn't mess up with the mixing, what type of song he's going to play next, what is his type of like delivery, how is the crowd reacting to it? I don't know if it has to do with the fact that I'm such a like entertaining entertainment minded person that I'm just focused on what people are thinking about what they are listening to uh, and I'm overthinking it too much and I don't enjoy it or it's just because of my passion for music and but I love it I love it to go to a nightclub and embrace what is going on and what the DJ is blessing us with um, so in as I was saying, the type of like conditions where I listen to music at, it's also important to refer the type of hardware that I use to listen to, to music. Uh, so you guys understand uh, my laptop speakers, of course, I use them. Um, I got a portable speaker on Thanksgiving. Philips One has a really strong bass, which helps me listen to certain tracks that have a crazier 808 or like some modulation that I would not be able to listen to on my laptop speakers. Um, my A choice, like my perfect choice for listening to music is actually earbuds. I love the new ones that I got from, from my Samsung. They're pretty legit because they go really inside and I, and they really, they really enclose the sound. They close the sound outside, which is pretty legit. Of course, car speakers and of course, like, taking in consideration what type of music is being played, the club's um, hardware and PA. And that would definitely determine my 
experience at that party and that venue. When it comes to software, I use Apple Music, I use Spotify. Of course, I buy a couple of albums on iTunes too. Um, I use SoundCloud too to check a couple of singles and mixes. Um, I use Mixcloud to check uh, some mixes too, some DJs that I like. And of course, one of the most important ones, YouTube. Um, but it's a fact for me when I hear a song on on a, when I see a video or like or, or I or someone drops a song on on actual YouTube, I go straight to Spotify and Apple Music to see if the song is there, so I can have it on my player, so I can listen to it on proper conditions, like my phone or like my computer, like on on an actual place where I can sort it out and know the information about the song and all of that. Because on YouTube. YouTube is made for you to watch a video and leave. Like it's not made for you to have a connection with the actual browser there. Even though there's a bunch of like uh, widgets and stuff, liking, sharing, commenting and all of that. And there's playlists and all of that. Uh, it's not made for music. It's made for video. Uh, that's why I like to segment it and go to the actual software that I have for just for music. Right now I'm using Apple Music and Spotify. I'm not a big fan of services like Pandora or SiriusXM because I like to pick what I want to listen to. And one thing that I haven't even uh, talked about, it's the, the moments that I don't listen to music, the moments that I can't hear music. I can't occupy my ears with that sound. And I would say the moments that I want to chill, like really and truly, it's hard for me to chill while listening to music. Like Every time that I play a track, if I don't know the track, if I haven't heard the track yet, like more than 10 times, I will be focused on what is going on on the actual recording. I'll be listening to what the singer is saying. Why is it saying that way? Why is the structure structure that way? Why is it? Is he going up and down on the harmony? Why isn't he go straight? Why did he put a bridge here? Why didn't he step onto the chorus straight? Why did the drummer did that break there? everything it's it's really annoying sometimes i just sometimes i just want to chill and listen to some music and read forget it forget it. i start reading and suddenly i'm listening to what is going on it, it, it's kind of hard it's really hard for me hard to focus when it comes to sound like it's one of the hardest parts for me i don't know why um also when i want to concentrate on specific tasks like studying and certain stuff like that and reading, of course, for me, reading, it's, it's almost impossible. I will not be able to read while listening to music. It's, it's a fact. It's a fact. I just realized that I really didn't approach the live performance on this subject. Also because I wanted to actually focus on the actual recording of the song and the experience between the moment that the artist recorded and took the time to spit those lyrics and those words out of his mouth into a mic and the moment that the listener heard those words from that specific day on that time. Uh, but really and truly, the live performance is the actual full package in which we embrace the entire energy of the performer and the message of the recording too, to the fullness. Um, I would like to finish this episode with two stories that I like to share every time that someone asks me why I work in the, the music industry. So, besides all the great moments that I had on stage performing with Firebox, 
in which I had a lot of chills and important moments of happiness and climax personally and collectively with, with Kripen and Rafa and also with the fans and the touring and all of that. The first moment that I remember that I realized that music was bigger than I ever imagined and there was much more to it than just words, notes and rhythm was doing a Richie Campbell show. It goes back to 2011 at the Small Summer Fest in June 2011. I was on the side stage, as always, capturing the best moments with Firebox GoPro that we had and enjoying the performance as normal. Uh, I saw Richie on his top form that day. He was excited and motivated. He was about to leave on tour with no, no other than Anthony B. He had the hype, the vibe, everything was good around him. He was so comfortable on stage too that day, even though he knew that all of that people came for him. It was like he was having a moment with those 20,000 attendees in front of him. He threw down the crowd to make them jump in a certain climax of his performance. He made them sing, put their hands up, jump, scream, wave. You know, the whole package of a live performance, something that Richie is really good at. And even though... I don't really remember the actual song that he was singing. I remember this moment, I'm going to remember for the rest of my life, when everything turned into slow motion for like, I'm going to, I want to say 30 seconds because it wasn't more than that. It all freeze, like everything just stopped. Like I saw Richie's energy. Imagine Richie's energy coming out of his mouth, like all in slow motion and his energy was backed by the entire 911's, 911 band's energy behind him, both moving towards the crowd in, in such like green tones. I want to say it looked green to me for some reason, like this cloud of energy moving towards the crowd was green. I don't know, for some reason that was happening. And, and then I looked right because I was on the right side of the stage uh, for for those who are looking to the, to the crowd. And I look right and I, I saw the crowd's energy too on yellow tones moving towards the stage. And I had this moment of looking and seeing both colliding against each other and create this purplish tone, this purple tone of mixes of energies of Richie and the crowd singing his lyrics. And I remember to look around petrified. Like I was like, what the, what, what the hell am I seeing? I was looking to everyone around me, seeing if anyone else was seeing what I, what I was seeing. But of course not. Salvador, the, the photographer, he was right beside me, but he was always, he was only smiling and bumping to the song. I realized that I was like, I was literally the only lucky one to see that. And personally, I, I believe that uh, the universe took that moment to give me that vision. In particular, to me, on that specific moment, on such an important show for the project, Richie Campbell's project. I don't know, I, I cannot explain it. It's something that I'm going to live with for the rest of my life, but I saw it. No one else can denied this to me. It's crazy. It was a mind-blowing event for me as a music lover. And it opened the doors to, 
to the, the perception that I had to music until then. And it changed everything until then. And a couple of years passed and I started working with Gula and we were on the road for two, I think two years. And we had this great gig in Lisbon uh, in one festival, a big hip hop festival that I went on in one of the main venues in Lisbon called Coliseu, the Coliseu of Lisbon. And it was a really emotional show for me personally. And I know for Hula too. Um, personally, I had this moment that I was on side stage as always. <laughs> and it was the first time that I actually looked at him at him and I realized that he was actually like I had this moment that I actually understood what he was saying and what he was describing and the experiences that he was talking about and the words that why is it saying that is he saying that way? Everything. I felt it that day. Like I, I was listening to to Gula for the past 10 years already, like not 10 years, but almost 10 years. And I was working with him already for the past two years. But that moment, I already told him this, was really important for me and for my experience towards his music and what he's trying to share to the world. I felt every word that he said, the meaning behind it. And I felt like I decoded him on that moment. Like I, I understood him perfectly. And Personally, our friendship and our relationship got even better after that moment because I was able to understand him even better. Um, I don't know if it was his energy on that specific performance because uh, his entire family was there um, and was a really emotional moment at the time. Uh, it, it was really intense, both personally for him, for us as a group, it was kind of like a climax to everything that was going on and was 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 crazy, was history, was, was, was a really important moment for him and his career. And for me, was a really important moment because it changed the way that I listened to rap music forever because it opened my ears to the the feelings inside of the words in a way that I've never ever understood. And I'm really blessed to say that I had the opportunity to see it that way. And I hope people start seeing it that way too. So to wrap up the actual subject, I wanted to leave a question to the listeners and I hope you guys answer back. Um, I want to know what was the best audio experience that you ever had? Like the actual best moment that you had with the actual sound recording or a, a live performance, like something that you can describe to me and sh and explain me why it was that important, why was that relevant to you, why did that moment made a, a, a footstep on your brain and and left something for you to leave. Uh, on and, and I want to understand that better and also if you want to share the the worst moment that you had uh, I didn't really talk about that because I tried to erase those moments out of my head but I can tell you definitely there was one moment that I didn't enjoy listening to music in my life and it was at this performance of this DJ I think his name is Avicii or something at Sudwest and I was too close to the PA and for some reason I got injured on my right here and that was really bad because I 
I was like, it was hurting me for the rest of the week. And we had the whole festival going on. And that was, that's a moment that I will always remember as a bad moment. Sadly for, for Avicii, I have a bad perception of his music because of that. And maybe it's his fault. Maybe it's the engineer's fault. Who knows? But that's my perception. Um, but yeah, I wanted to leave you with that question. Feel free to share it anyway through the comments here, through using the hashtag, the good facts, or email me. So yeah, this was episode four. Um, I spoke about something that I've never sp spoke about, spoken about, which is like the actual like science of music and music listening. Uh, I hope this opens your mind for something. Uh, I hope this is something that people understand and I don't sound crazy, even though I might, I don't really care. Um, it's just my two cents and my input towards this uh, theory and this idea. I'm going to try to like move forward with it and try to like develop develop it even more and try to study it even, even more, the perception of listening to a song for the first time. And I will definitely talk about it in the, fu in the future. It's something that I will never forget and it's something that I live uh, with every day. And I hope you guys now... Um, have this this in mind every time that you listen to a song i hope that you don't uh get this disease that i call it a disease or a condition that all of us music um professionals and producers and artists get which is like we stop listening to music the same way that we used to before we know this much like the same way that um, film producers stop stop viewing films the same way that they did when they were children or a soccer player or football, like basketball, anything. Like when someone knows about something, they change their perception towards that thing. And hopefully you guys keep your genuine feelings towards music because I always try to pull them out while I listen while I'm listening to music that's why I think that the moment of listening to music is that important for me and it should be to everybody else with that said uh, you guys can understand that I think that music and the effort that is put together to create music um, has a lot of value and um, the same way that you might have to go to the Louvre to see the Mona Lisa. Um, I have this theory that one day you might have to go to a certain place to listen to a certain composition in cer certain conditions because of all the aspects that goes that go towards the production of music that might some might agree with me and I might agree with some that be, is being really depreciated and really invaluable for a lot of people. Um, so yeah, this was one more episode of The Good Facts. Um, don't forget to subscribe. Please, please follow on SoundCloud. Press the follow button. And if you like it, press the heart button too. Feel free, feel free to reach out. And thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. And get ready for the next episode. Peace, love, unity and respect. I'm out.